Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello and welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling. It's Blaze, and I wanted to talk about revenge bedtime procrastination today because I just read this term and I thought, oh my God, there is an actual phrase for this. Who knew? And I think like all of the human population is suffering from this exact trauma right now. So what is revenge bedtime procrastination? It is this experience of having so little control over what happens in your day and feeling like you have no time for yourself that you get to the end of your day and rather than go to sleep when you're exhausted, you just choose to stay up. Often you end up staying up um, scrolling through your Facebook feed or on your phone through social media in part just to have something that feels like you wanted to do it. And you might not even really want to do it. You're just staying up so that your day doesn't end on the note of being at the whim of other people, of your job, of your family, of what all that stuff that you have to do. And instead, you're choosing to just be like, oh, this is the one moment where I can be quiet and do something by myself for myself. And I'm too tired to, you know, go for a walk or take a shower or whatever you could do instead. Uh, people <laughs> people are saying like, oh, you know, self-care means you could do a meditation or do yoga. And I kind of completely get why we don't do that. Because I have in my head this idea like, oh, it would be such a great idea before bed to just take a moment of radical self-care and do Qigong for 10 or 15 minutes. And stubbornly, I refuse to do that, knowing that it would be good for me and that I would feel nice because I'm afraid I'll wake up more or have more energy or somehow it will have nourished me enough that I'd be functional. And I would rather just wallow and stay up watching more Netflix or reading a book or just way past bedtime. And I remember doing this as a teenager too. There's this idea that you're like, I don't want my day to end and I don't want tomorrow to start. I think that's a lot of it is that we know if we fall asleep, then we're going to wake up. And then the day starts again and we're back in that trap of no control. We get up, we have to make breakfast, follow through, do our chores, go to school, go to work, whatever it is that we're doing. And we're tired of that cycle and we just want it to stop. So how many of you are dealing with this kind of revenge procrastination against yourself? And how is it playing out in your life? Do you actually get more out of it or less out of it than you'd like. I'm going to bet less. I think when I do it, I end up getting more and more irritable over the next few days until finally I'm so exhausted that I fall asleep hours earlier than normal and sleep later than normal. And that's a luxury for me that I'm even able to do so. And I'm fortunate that my child is not currently in school, so she sleeps in too, and I'm not really woken up until 8.30, so that's pretty awesome. But in my ideal world, 
I would be, you know, going to sleep by 10, 10 30 and waking up at 6 30 and having like those two hours of the morning to kind of get ahead on my day and have that quiet time for myself and get it in earlier rather than jamming it in at the end of the day. But that feels so idealistic and difficult to achieve. And it really is just a feeling. I'm sure I could decide, you know, to say, nope, lights out. I'm going to bed at 9 30, 10 o'clock, and I will be up at 6, 6 30 and go, you know, start my day. I have the choice. I'm an adult. I could do that. But um, when I have those moments in the morning and I could get up early, usually all I want to do is sleep a little bit extra and not have to deal with reality. And I know I'm not alone. <laughs> There's so much that life demands that we don't really get a choice on. So it's interesting that we then have to fight our own feelings or avoid them. I think that's part of this procrastination is just avoidance of having to think or be in our experience because it isn't, we don't stay up late doing nothing. I don't stay up late in silence by myself contemplating life because that would actually probably be productive. Instead, it's like plugging into a TV show and binge watching or staying on my phone and scrolling through Instagram and looking at beautiful paintings. But I'm not thinking about my life and what I want to accomplish or what I have to do, because honestly, I'm tired of thinking about all of that by the end of the day. And I know that I don't have the time built in that I would want to be working on it peppered in throughout my day in the way that I would like. So how to tackle that problem so that I don't have to exhaust myself and get not enough sleep in order to feel like I have some control. Because truly, it, it's not a great coping mechanism to want to deny myself sleep and rest in order to feel like I got to do something that I wanted to do. And it's interesting because I see the same pattern at play with myself with like eating junk food and snacks is faced with something that I don't want to deal with. I'll just take the break to go get a snack and now I'm eating something and that's occupying my thoughts and I can slow that down. And there's that sense of control again, but these are both, you know, taking control, not in a very positive way. It doesn't impact my life. Great to do that particularly if I'm not hungry and particularly if I'm really tired in both of those instances, it would be a lot better to just, you know, go to sleep or drink some water. <laughs> so how can we start to build in these moments of pleasure for ourselves throughout the day where we feel like we're honoring our needs? And why don't we one, well, one, why don't we have it? And why won't we give it to ourselves? And where could we fit it in? So those seem like very overwhelming questions. If I smack myself with that, I think, well, I would have to be okay, actually taking time to feel things in my day to day life that I don't want to feel. Huh? Okay. <laughs> so what are those? And sometimes it's just resentment of myself, resentment of being where I'm at, wanting to be further along or further developed, I guess, in my life and my business and my thoughts than I already am. And the frustration of feeling like it's always going to be that way. And rather than having to dig in and wonder what it is 
that I'm thinking and feeling and doing that's contributing to continuing to see the same cycle, I want to avoid what I perceive is going to be a painful moment, right? Of having to confront that I probably am doing something that's making this happen or that I'm continuing to react in the same way that makes the same circumstances keep coming up. And I don't want to think that I would much, it's interesting. I would rather continue to face the same exhaustion, the same circumstances, the same frustration, because I'm pretty used to dealing with that than get past it. So I can spend a lot of my day doing the same old stuff, but still having the same heavy thoughts underneath that aren't getting addressed and know that I need to actually jump in there and confront it. And I have time today, right? Like after recording this podcast, what I should do is sit down with my pen and paper and write down these thoughts and feelings and what's going on and what it, what it means to me. Why am I stressed out? Why am I worried about, you know, taxes or money or whatever the hell it is and see where I can create that space and how I can deal with it and what may be a better way to look at that situation is. So I'm going to commit to myself that I will do that. But interestingly, I have used recording this very podcast as my avoidance mechanism of having to do it because I could just record this for 20 or 30 minutes and that is 30 minutes I don't have to think about myself and that feels safer. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) Ah, our brains are so tricky and funny and it's just fascinating how much control we actually have over things and how much we feel that we don't have control over it at all. And I'm wondering if it's this sense of powerlessness that we create around ourselves for whatever reason. I mean, obviously we learn to be powerless. We learn to not fight for what we want or what we need because we've had negative experiences in the past or we've tried and we've failed or we've been hurt or whatever. And after a while, we forget that there's this other option of actually being assertive and going after what we want and looking into the reasons for our pain, for our stuckness, for our procrastination, what what we're avoiding. And we can make the choice to give ourselves that that healing give ourselves the option. I guess that's the better way to say it, to be able to give ourselves the option of looking at it and trusting that we can actually handle our own feelings. So I think, you know, late at night when I'm really tired and I should go to sleep and instead I have my head panicking about what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or what I should be doing, I could just realize tomorrow hasn't happened yet it's not happening right now. And the best thing that I can do for myself is to allow myself to be pampered, to, you know, be comfortable, to actually rest, to go to sleep, to maybe have that hot tea or whatever it is that could actually make me feel better in that moment and help me drift off to sleep rather than stubbornly turning on the TV saying, ah, I could watch another episode of rain and then watching it and getting to the end and going, oh, the next one's only 40 minutes. I could do that too. And suddenly it's 2am. The whole night has gone by and I wake up exhausted and cranky. How is that serving me having a better day the next day than what I had today? It doesn't. It actually becomes this 
sticky cycle, and then you feel exhausted at the end of that day. And to regain the sense of control, because you're tired, you're just going to stay up and watch this show to turn your brain off. And I definitely am guilty of that. I want to turn my brain off. I don't want to think I'll turn on my shows or I'll plug into social media. But what I find is that turning my brain off for TV, actually, I get caught up in whatever story that person's life is or whatever show I'm watching. And it becomes this source of like living someone else's life instead of living my own. And then I want to think about, well, what would I be doing if my life was a movie? If someone was watching my life on TV, I certainly would want it to be much more interesting than just this woman who gets up kind of walks around a lot, does her work and then watches Netflix at night. That's not that exciting and isn't that moving for me. And then I have to say, I feel disappointment in myself that I feel that my own life is boring. That's, that's unfortunate, but I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. I think a lot of us have this secret shame, like our lives were supposed to be so much more exciting and thrilling than they are. And we're disappointed that we're actually just tired, exhausted people that do a lot of work and we care about our families and we work hard to take care of ourselves and others. And that's it. And there was no dramatic, exciting, like saving moment. We haven't saved anyone. It just feels very everyday and boring to us. But I think that's actually a life well lived. Life is, life is living. Life is dealing with the ups and downs of making decisions that work out and the decisions that don't work out and still getting up and facing your next day and life, you know, if I get poetic about it is also finding beauty, finding these moments of gorgeousness where you can look outside and watch the snow and think, wow, that's so beautiful that I get to see this. And I can make a cup of tea and just smell the tea and taste it and feel the warmth in the cup and really enjoy that moment. That's my life too. And if it was a movie, you know, they would make it dramatic just by how the film is filming it. You know, you'd have this beautiful pan sweeping outside, seeing this gorgeous snow falling and it's slow motion. It's so beautiful and quiet and soft. And then you'd come inside and you'd see the steam coming off of the tea and this person holding the cup and lifting it to their lips and smelling it and savoring it and drinking it. That's how it is in a movie, but that's how it is in our life as well. If we choose that. And I want to create more moments like that in my life to experience and I actually feel right now like that's such a better choice for me rather than choosing to stay up just to have those moments by myself. What if I took five minutes for by myself to just really enjoy a cup of tea, turn out the lights and enjoy going to sleep? That can be so nice and so wonderful. I also know that that isn't necessarily the easiest thing in the world when we're used to trying to scrape for whatever autonomy we can find that we really need this sense of control, that we've finally gotten to choose something. And, you know, it may be an easy choice to turn on the TV or grab our phone, but what if we chose the harder choice and put the phone down and turn the TV off and actually 
believed in ourselves enough to get through whatever crappy emotion it is that we didn't want to feel that night. And instead of judging ourselves for it, comforted ourselves for it and said, you know what? Yeah, life has been hard lately and I deserve a hug and I deserve kindness. And it's probably going to be tough again tomorrow, but I've got this. Because ultimately we are the heroes in our own stories. And maybe it's time we started treating ourselves like we are. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.